0: Welcome to Tea Time with Mary. I'm your host, Mary Jolkofsky. I'm a former bikini fitness model turned self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that'll inspire you to love yourself. Hey friends, before we begin, I just wanted to let you know that this podcast episode is sponsored by my favorite books. Not literally, but I did create a book list for you with all of my favorite books for self-love, and body image, and self-confidence, and just overall self-healing and growth. I am a huge personal growth person, and to be honest with you, a lot of the things that I talk about come from the books that I've read. I'm a big reader, and I always tell my little sister, readers are leaders. And I love audiobooks, I love book books, I love Kindle, I love all the forms of books, just give me all the goods so i decided to create a book list for you with my top 25 favorite books and i actually add to this list so there's probably going to be more than 25 books on it but i have narrowed it down to top 25 books that you need to read to start the self-love journey i'm not saying you have to read all the books right now but you should have this list handy dandy for when you're getting a book on amazon or shopping in your audible or whatever so I've created this book list, and you can get it at maryscupoftea.com slash books, and I will also put it in the show notes. And let me know how you like these recommendations by screenshotting what you're reading and tagging me in your Instagram stories. I always love seeing you use my recommendations. It just makes my whole day because we're like a little community. So anyways, maryscupoftea.com slash books. Go get it. Hi everyone! Welcome to another episode of Mary's Cup of Tea, the podcast. I am honestly so grateful that you're here and that you're listening because I am currently on a social media sabbatical, so this is kind of my only way to communicate with you. And I just wanted to do this episode to talk to you about why I'm taking a break from social media, what i'm doing instead um how you can support me and overall like what i'm learning through this whole journey of being offline um so without further ado i mean i'm just going to talk to you like i would if we were on the phone um so around last month i mean i was feeling a lot of tension on social media since coronavirus started happening. Um, And I think that's just because we all started spending exponentially more time on social media, more time comparing ourselves. Meanwhile, the world is in crisis. um, And there are so many people that are handling their grief in many different ways. Some people are workaholics and they keep on going um, and performing and hoping that that will make them feel better. Other people completely shut down and I'm kind of a little bit of both. So I go through phases where I'm like, okay, it's fine. Like, let's just keep moving forward and make the best out of it. And then I'm like, we're all doomed and I want nothing to do with the internet and it causes me so much anxiety. Um, And so it's this double-edged sword in this catch-22 and I go through these waves and phases of feeling really, really good and then feeling just at my lowest low. And all of it is because of social media, mainly Instagram, because that's where I hang out the most. And so as June rolled around in June, I don't know if you know this, but my partner had coronavirus and so I was his primary caretaker. And during that time, I took about nine days off Um, and I was just taking care of him and trying to like take care of myself too and I knew it was just not a good time for me to be on social media because his illness was just really scary Um, and I wanted to like be fully present with him and with myself so I took some time off and I kind of cheated you know I would visit social media every once in a while Um, and overall though like it felt really good to be offline, even though I was dealing with a lot in my personal life. um, It just felt really good to not have that be one thing that I need to worry about, where I need to like pretend like everything's okay when it's not. So that was like my kind of taste of it, and literally that was the first break I've taken from social media. Like that was the first time that I didn't put pressure on myself to be online since social media even became a thing. Like, literally, I'm the generation where MySpace and Facebook came out right when I was in like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. So, like, middle school. And ever since, I have been on every single day. And then in high school, when I started getting really serious about fitness and competing, and the fitness world is very, very involved in social media. um, And it's just like, I don't know, I swear to God, bikini competitions would not be as big of a thing if it wasn't for Instagram. But that's how I found out about them. So when I started getting serious about fitness, I also started getting really serious about documenting my journey on Instagram and trying to make a name for myself in the fitness world, not just competing, but with like sponsorships and, you know, getting to know the industry and personal training. And that was like my main marketing tool. And so as I like transitioned, um, I started, you know, I, I did take a mini break when I was living in Canada, i.e., I fell off the face of the earth and was so ashamed of my weight gain that I didn't want anybody to see me. Um, but then after like only about a year and a half, I went right back into it like force Um, and somewhere along the way is probably when you found me um, when I've just been sharing every single day I'm on my Instagram stories every day I'm making videos I was doing YouTube for a while Um, I was you know putting out my ebooks and my online courses but mainly my main hen was Instagram and so I realized that I literally have been on social media since I was 13 For literally a decade of my life, I've been on it nearly every single day, multiple hours a day. Let me take a dramatic sip of tea so you can let that sink in. Because chances are, that might be you. I mean, when did social media start? Um, And have you ever taken a solid break from it? And I don't mean like maybe you don't go on it as much, but I mean like it's completely erased from your phone. It's not there for you to, for me, it was kind of like a twitch. Like anytime I felt, you know, bored or I was procrastinating or I just felt bad or lazy or I just didn't know what to do, right, like standing in line at a grocery store um, or just, you know, wanting to deflect your attention somewhere else, I would go to my phone and that's so many of us. I mean, our phones have become an extension of ourselves. It's like we're we're literally cyborgs because our phones just hold so much and they do so much for us that we can't picture our life without them. And so, I literally have been on it every single day for a decade. And I'm like, gosh, I don't it's not that I don't know who I am because I do feel really solid in my values and what I have to offer to this world and everything that I want to do. Like I feel really good about that. But it's like, what if like the internet didn't exist? Who would I be then? Who am I without it, right? And for me, social media is not just social media. It's not just like a platform that I scroll on and connect with my friends. It's also my work. It's also so many things on top of each other. It's like how I keep up, it's how I get paid, it's how I do everything that I do. I wouldn't be able to do without social media. So I'm not here to say that it's the devil because you know obviously it's how we got connected, but I also don't didn't really know who I was without it. And that's kind of what I'm exploring right now. Like would I be okay without it? How do I want the future to look like? How much time do I want to spend on it? Um, you know, creating those boundaries with social media, which is a big thing that I've been working on in therapy is just, you know, it's very exhausting when you're constantly surrounded by images, not just images of other people for you to compare yourself to, but also images of yourself. And I am my own biggest critic. And I literally can compare myself to pictures of myself and have this like disconnect um, and be like, okay, well, you know, a week ago, I was doing this, and life is so good, and look at this picture to prove it, and now I feel so bad, and it, it's almost like it doesn't register to me that that's the same person, and those are phases of life. Um, on top of that, there's so much, you know, with Instagram especially for me, and then also TikTok. I was spending quite a bit of time on TikTok of just, like, scrolling and consuming and comparing my one life and my you know one set of accomplishments which i'm very proud of to thousands of other people's lives which means like tens of thousands of other people's accomplishments. And because you're consuming so much in such a short amount of time, like literally it just takes a 10-minute scrolling session, suddenly you feel like you're not doing enough, you're not being enough, you're not worthy enough. Like all these things come up because you're seeing thousands of other people doing such cool things and it's all at the same time. And so we compare our one person and our one life and our behind the scenes to like thousands of other people's highlight reels. So it's not that it's just like one person, you know, like, oh, she's doing better than me. It's like, oh my God, everyone is doing better than me. And that is dramatic, (laughs) right? And that feels like a lot, and that's a lot to take on. And I actually have a friend um, that I've been getting closer and closer to lately, and she talks about also how social media just gives her anxiety. And I'm a very like extroverted person. And so to me, it doesn't necessarily give me anxiety all of the time. But I definitely need to work on my boundaries with like how often I let myself go on there, um, who I'm looking at all the time, you know, what am I using it for, And also who am I being on social media? Like these are the things I've been asking myself, like, what is my purpose and my message really? Because I started my account Mary's Cup of Tea to document my recovery and document how I was healing my body image struggles and offer some advice along the way. And then now it's like it's become such a big thing and I honestly didn't expect to grow so fast um and having so many eyeballs on me all the time it's become a lot of pressure. And again, I don't want this to be like a sob story, but I just want to you know, draw an analogy for you as to like how I find myself feeling a lot of the times. Picture you walking down the streets of New York and <laughs> pretend that this is pre-coronavirus and the streets of New York are packed. So you're walking down the streets of New York and everyone is just yelling at you. Some people are yelling good things, some people are yelling not so good things. Other people are yelling insults. Other people are yelling expectations. Other people are yelling criticisms. Other people are giving backhanded compliments. Other people are giving advice. Other people are asking for advice, but everyone is just yelling. And it's all at once and you're just walking like trying to live your own life and you know do your own thing and everybody is just on top of you. And I'm not saying that any of you listening are like on top of me, but because of the influx that I get, it's like, you know, it'd be one thing if one person asked me for something, but the fact that it's like hundreds all at once, it becomes really overwhelming because I feel like I'm just getting pulled in all sorts of different directions not to mention being a highly empathetic person where i want to help everyone and i want to fix everything and i want to make sure that i get everything perfect all the time and i don't offend anyone and it's just become really difficult to do that the more i grow and so i was telling my boyfriend i'm like i feel like i almost didn't care as much what other people thought about me when i was at like 50,000, 100,000 followers, I felt like I was more myself because it was less eyes and therefore less pressure. Whereas now I just feel like I'm bending over backwards in all sorts of different directions. And sometimes I feel like I'm not even me anymore because I'm just tiptoeing around and I'm making sure that I don't ruffle any feathers. And, you know, people scrutinize everything from like the clothes I wear. And it's literally all my clothes are like thrifted or very old or bought on clearance, which is not me defending myself, but like, I'm not a fashion blogger. And people are always asking me like, where'd you get this? Where'd you get that? And again, like, I totally get it. Sometimes you need to know where they got it. But it just becomes really repetitive when I'm trying to spread an important message. And then that's what people focus on. And then they'll start criticizing and being like, I can't believe you shopped there because in 2010, there was this scandal. And, you know, you can't do this because of that. And I can't believe I literally got a message that was like, I can't believe you followed this person. You know, she was really mean to me this one time. And here's a bunch of screenshots. Um, and I get it like the call out culture and the cancel culture is real. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing because I think that a lot of us are learning to speak up for what we believe in. But as a influencer or whatever like a public figure just an instagram or somebody with a lot of eyes it becomes really scary because the last thing i want is you know to sabotage everything right and to offend somebody that's not my intention at all but you know i think what really did it for me was i posted a post about consent and i was like hey you know if a guy you know, tries to manipulate you into having sex with them, that's not consent. If you're drunk, that's not consent and all this stuff. And I literally put asterisks, like I speak from a heteronormative experience. These are things that just happened to me, blah, blah, blah. And so many people were like, yeah, but consent applies to Women also, a lot of women do that towards men. And then people are like, well, what about the LGBTQ plus community? And I literally like already acknowledge that, that this is real, but this is like my experience. And I know that this is a lot of other people's experience. So I wanted to like not dilute the message by trying to speak to everyone, but just tell my story and how I feel about it. And I'm not denying anybody else's, but it's really hard to constantly feel like I need to like acknowledge all sides. It's not like both sides. It's like there's 10 different sides to every story. And as an influencer, it's a lot of pressure because everything I say has to come with caveats. Everything I say has to come with side notes. Everything I say has to come with you know PS. If this is not your experience, then I'm sorry. I'm just sharing mine and constantly apologizing. And so I feel like that has made my message and just myself and who I am questionable, right? Because I'm constantly tiptoeing. I'm constantly apologizing. And I'm constantly bend o- bending over backwards um, and just trying to find the right words. And, so, and, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, this is not why I started my Instagram. I started my Instagram to talk to you like you are my best friend and we're sitting on the couch and I'm telling you a story, right? I started my Instagram because as a coach and my background is in in life coaching, I really want to help people and I want to help that one particular person. I cannot physically help everybody and I cannot physically appeal to everybody and have everyone like me, nor do I want to. But as I've been learning in therapy, like it's not even just about people like liking me necessarily. It's just about being really empathetic and just absorbing everybody's opinions and agendas and expectations um, and just feeling really drained from that. So (laughs) that's in a nutshell. I feel like I just dumped all of that on you. Um, And again, I really don't want this to come across as complaining because, of course, like. I'm so so grateful for everything I've created, and I'm so excited for the future. And I am coming back to social media, but with this fresh mindset and this fresh security in myself and who I am, um, and just trying to let you know people get to me less and have boundaries with with certain things. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at, and I'm taking like about a month off just to see. Um, you know, just to see who I am without it, just to see what I want with my, with my social media, with my career, with who I am as a person, and, you know, see where it takes me. And I'm really excited for this because I know that when I come back to social media, I'm going to be so much myself that it's going to help so many more people. Like, I feel like because I have been so drained and, like, wishy-washy and nervous and about everything, I feel like that has taken away from me serving the world and from me spreading my message. And so when I come back, like, I just want to be merry. And, like, if a bunch of people want to unfollow me because they don't like me, how I do things, or how I how I walk, how I talk, whatever— I I don't want them in my space, like, that's fine. And obviously, I'm not here to ever, ever offend anyone or put anyone down or make them not feel welcome. And at the same time, I am going to do my best to be as compassionate as humanly possible while still being solid in myself and who I am. Um, And so I think both can coexist. I don't think that I have to sacrifice myself in order to help others. Like I always say, you have to fill your own cup first and let that overflow to other people instead of trying to martyr. That's the term we use in life coaching. Martyring is when you're, like, sacrificing yourself for other people and you have nothing left for yourself. And so it becomes a pity party. You can't really serve the world anymore. You're pretending like... You know, everyone is out to get you. And really, it's because you're leading your life based on martyrdom, thinking that the more you sacrifice for other people, the more they'll like you. But in reality, the opposite happens. The more we sacrifice ourselves, the less other people are attracted to us because they, you know, people smell (laughs) inauthenticity. People can sense when you're not being true to yourself. Um, And so it's just really important for me to have that balance between Helping people and being a good influencer or role model, or I don't even know what I am. I don't know. It's just so weird to me to call myself that. Um, But, you know, walking that fine line between being myself um, and also being this public figure, I guess. So, when I come back, I am still thinking about what's going to be different because obviously some things are going to have to change aside from my mindset. Some like practical things are going to have to change. So um, my team and I are working on like, okay, how can we do this so that Mary is still present on social media and connecting with other people, but not burning out. So we're thinking about that. I was also thinking about the style of my content and like, okay, am I going to still keep posting so many pictures of myself when a lot of the times I don't really want to when I originally started, I really liked making videos, honestly, and um, just sitting down and talking like I am here right now is what really, really brings me joy. And the reason why I don't do as many videos, <clears throat> excuse me, why I don't do as many videos on Instagram is because I'm always scared that like people don't like walk, watching a talking head and that nobody's gonna watch an IGTV video because it's like, People are scrolling so fast on Instagram. Like, how would that ever capture people's attention? And even if it does, people don't watch that much and and whatever. And so I am trying to, like, do things like short and sweet, get to the point. But at the same time, I'm not a short and sweet, get to the point kind of person. I mean, I've been talking to you rambling already for 20 minutes about why I'm off social media. And somebody else could have probably said that in one sentence. My boyfriend's really good at that. He'll say one thing in one sentence, get straight to the point, and everybody's clear. Whereas it's just not my style. It's not who I am. I like to elaborate. I like to give examples and analogies. I like to tell you stories. And this is why the podcast has been bringing me so much fulfillment is because I sit here And I'm not worried about how I look. I don't care about if I'm speaking to you perfectly. I never plan my podcast episodes because, I don't know, it gives me anxiety to have things planned because I feel like what needs to come will just like download and it'll come out into the microphone and out to you. Um, And that's kind of how I like it. I like the natural raw and real podcast episodes because that's when I feel like myself. And so, of course, podcasting is a little bit more new to me. So I still feel like I'm doing it for myself. And I hope that as this podcast grows, I still keep that. So with all of that being said, some of my content is going to be changing, not drastically, but just in a way that's going to be more aligned to who I am as a person and who I'm growing into. Um, And I would love, love, love to ask you for some support because I cannot do this alone and your encouragement and your love is really what keeps me going because without you, I am just talking to a wall, (laughs) which is fine. It's okay if we talk to walls, but I do want to reach more people and help you as much as I can. So, my request of you is, if you haven't already left a review on this podcast, that would just mean the absolute world to me. It takes like one or two minutes and it helps this show a lot, um, especially since I'm gonna be transitioning from being on Instagram all the time to working more on making this podcast the best it can be just because we can get so much deeper Um, and get to know each other so much better than we ever could just scrolling on social media. Um, And so I feel like podcasting is really where my heart's at right now. So that would help me tremendously if you could just go to iTunes, if you listen on iTunes, and leave a review. Make sure you're subscribed to the show. Let me know your feedback. And please feel free to shoot me an email about anything. It's mary at maryscupoftea.com. Um, all your thoughts about this, and I'm just really curious to see what you think, and if you would be okay with me (laughs) being more of myself, Um, a little bit less on Instagram, a little bit deeper into the podcast, and a lot more Mary. So I'd love to hear from you I'm mary at com. if you have any feedback or words of encouragement. And I am looking forward to seeing your review. Um, that really truly means a lot to me. I know how much it takes to leave a review because Trust me, Amazon and so many online shops email me all the time. And they're like, leave a review, leave a review. And sometimes I never do. But I'm like, Mary, what goes around comes around. If you're asking people for reviews on your podcast and your eBooks and stuff, then you get to leave a review for another business. So I do try to take the time and leave some reviews because it truly helps more than you know. Um, So yeah, that's where I'm at. um, And that's what I would love your support with. And in the meantime, oh, one last thing I forgot to tell you about. This podcast is going to be relaunching. So all that means is that there's going to be a new cover photo, which I'm so excited. I designed it myself. So (laughs) we'll see how good it is. But it's going to be, you know, a new picture. Um, We also have an Instagram podcast account, which is at Mary's Podcast super easy. Um, and that's where I'll be hanging out a lot too, because I want to build a whole community out of this podcast and, you know, less about me and more about you. Um, and that is why I am diversifying going from just me, Mary's cup of tea to Mary's podcast and retreats by Mary Um and building all of this up. So if you want to follow us on Instagram, the podcast, I mean, it's at Mary's Podcast. Um, The podcast will be relaunching in September and I have some juicy episodes planned, like juicy, juicy. I think the first one is gonna be me interviewing my boyfriend um, and I'm gonna ask him all the things or you can ask him all the things. I'll let you know when that happens and so you can send in your questions. I'm also gonna be interviewing some wonderful guests and I really want more diversified guests, like not just Instagrammers, but like, you know, people with researchers and, and PhDs and, and coaches in the industry and everybody who can help us with self-love and empowerment. Um, that is really where I'm at. And I don't care how many followers someone has, I think everybody has a really good message to share. So I'm going to be bringing on a lot more exciting podcast guests. And this whole thing is going to be relaunching to be bigger and better than ever. So thank you so much for your support. Like I said, leaving a review is the best way to support me right now. And with all that being said, I love you. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being here with me through all the ups and downs. I truly appreciate it. And I hope You know, you got some things out of this episode. Love you so much, girl. Talk soon. Bye.